Good evening, millionaires. Welcome to the stock market show where we meet every evening at 7 p.m. to discuss, analyze, and learn about the stock markets. So, a long, large red candle again, a properly downtrending day again. There was a an effort by the markets to move up towards end, but again, if you look at from a distance, it's a clearly, clearly downtrending day. Uh, lower lows, lower highs, lower lows, lower highs, and it just kept going down. But again, it was great to see. I mean. One, definitely not good to see Nifty going below 18,000. But again, it took somewhere uh, support somewhere just below 7,900, which was definitely good to see. But what really broke my heart was Bank Nifty breaking 38,000 and going well above it. But again, uh, at the end, Bank Nifty came back up and clo closed above 38,000, which is definitely good to see. So as you know, a down or downtrending days like this or any Trending days like these are never good for option sellers. I'm uh, I'm feeling for all the option sellers out there. But again, uh, I could come out of yesterday. I didn't say that I made losses, but today I'm super super proud that uh, I've recovered all the losses made yesterday, and I made profits today, and I'm sitting on top of good profits. I'm carry forwarding positions uh, with which I'm looking forward to end this week with one percentage profit already. So, anyways, I'll be talking about that. Uh, in a while, let's get right into it. The name is Shari Shamsuddin. Welcome to the Stock Market Show. So again, a day where uh, the trade ideas, as you can see here, two trade ideas were shared, but both of them not getting triggered at all. So not made no major action happening there. Now, speaking about action, a lot of action happened with my option selling today, right? So let's look into Nifty and I'll explain what exactly happened and how I managed my position. So as you may remember, I did say yesterday in yesterday's show that I was holding on to 18,500 calls, right? See what happened. The, I, I sold it at nearly 10 rupees. The market opened and then uh, it was a flat opening in nifty and then it just started moving down <clears throat> the 18500 calls which i sold at 10 rupees came down to near what three rupees or so uh, that's what i remember i squared it off right so at that point of time i had no positions at all so i was waiting to see what was happening in the market market was trying to move up then there was a red candle so it was hovering around here uh, which is nearly 18000 then what i did was i sold 18300 calls and i sold a 17700 put okay that was the position i got into 18300 calls somewhere over here and a 18 or uh, and a 17700 put and then what happened nifty started moving up i wasn't worried about my 18300 calls at all and then nifty started moving down broke 18000 and then started coming down with strength so obviously my 17700 went into loss so i i was seeing profits in 18300 calls uh, i moved my 18300 calls to uh, 18 200 calls i booked profits here and i sold 18 200 calls and then i waited then nifty started moving down and then my 17 700 was showing really big losses but again i have a system uh where i have an sl based on the system only then i exit uh the uh, the the that did not trigger at all and i did not have to exit at all and also i i was watching out for 17 880 to uh 870 as a level this level as you can see is a very important 
very important support for nifty if you see here see the last time there was a gap up opening in nifty and after that nifty came down took support at 18 870 then went back up took support at 18 18 sorry 17 880 even before that this is a very important zone as you can see here 17 880 is a support so i was waiting for 17 880 to be broken and then maybe this gap filling might also happen so i was waiting for that that did not happen so i was holding on to my co uh, puts and then nifty moved up uh, and then my uh, i started uh, or my 17200 calls, sorry, 18200 calls, this also gave me really good profits. I booked my profits there and then I sold a 17150 call. Now, this is the position I'm carry, carrying overnight. I have a seven. I'm sorry if I'm messing up with a lot of 17s and 18s. Really sorry. So overnight, I'm carrying 18,150 call sell position and 17,700 put sell position, both of them way below my sell price already, right? So if you look, yesterday I booked nearly under one percentage loss today uh, i've made regained that one percentage loss so i've made nearly 1.3 percentage profit today so that one percentage is taken care of uh, with the one percentage profit made today and a 0.3 percentage extra profit is also being carried forward to to tomorrow and this trade itself has another 0.8 percentage profit to give if this expires worthless, if 18,150 goes to zero, 17,700 put goes to zero, that's another 0.8 percentage that I can get. So 0.3 plus 0.8, I can end the week with 1.1 percentage profit if Nifty expires between 18,150 and 17,700, uh, 17, right? For which the chances are really high. I hope you understand the point, right? For Nifty, if Nifty expires between 17,700 and 18,150, I'll make 1.1 percentage profit even though the week has been super difficult. So that's the way I manage my positions al along with my money management techniques. Uh, so, and, and plus, if there is a favorable move, if there is extra consolidation, uh, if I can do another adjustment to the trade, this 1.1 can go up to even 1.5 or even 2 percentage profit. I'm not being greedy. I just want to get out of this difficult week, uh, even break even or with 0.5 or 1 percentage profit as it's saying. So this is the story. This is what's happening. It's super clear and transparent. I hope you understand what's happening here. With that being said, let's enter the first segment of the show, Markets Today. Right, so again, Nifty's move is something that we have already discussed, right? So, uh, <clears throat> Nifty kept moving down today, this uh, in a downward trending channel. And then towards the end, the support was taken. We've already gone behind and see the logic for the support. And then Nifty started moving up and good to see that Nifty closing somewhere around 79.50, 79.38 to be precise, but below 79.50, which isn't a great indication, but let's see. Uh, so that's that your IT stocks moving down a lot today. Infosys down nearly 3%, TCS down 2%, HUL down by 2.5%. So all of them down today looking into bank nifty again where there were larger scares i would say so now if you see it's not as downtrending as nifty but what was not great was see 38,000 was acting as a support in the morning then it acted as a support then there was a fall right but again 37 750-ish around acting as a support and then bank nifty see see this channel here this channel once that was broken a proper buying opportunity bank nifty going up going even above 38,000 which is a good indication and closing above 38,000 is what we could see but again 38,000 really interesting uh 
place is what I feel. So looking into Bank Nifty again, as yesterday, we can see banks not falling as much as other stocks. Yes, they are in the red today. Axis Bank close 0.6% in the red. Uh, sorry, ICIC Bank down by 1.7%. Quotec down by 1.8%. HTC Bank also in the red, but not as down or in the red as other stocks, other sectors is what we can see. And Axis Bank, like yesterday, closing in the green today, 0.61%. And SBI closing 1.78% in the green. Speak about the buzzing sectors, PSU Bank again. PSU Banks had a ball of a day up by 2.2%. Nifty Auto, Nifty Metal both up by 07 and 0.8% respectively. So it was not a kind of a day like yesterday where all the sectoral indices closed in the red. There are a lot of sectors, a lot of specific stocks which even closed well in the green today. So let's speak about buzzing stocks here. Be uh, talked in lengths yesterday about how oil prices are going up internationally and the, for the same reason, ONGC is up 3.9% uh, today. Uh, so, uh, right, so ONGC up 3.9%, I really want to show you this. Uh, so if you see here, this is the chart, the maximum time frame chart of ONGC. See, uh, this is why I always talk about PSU stocks, right? They do not move much, right? Uh, I mean, they're always in a specific range, but ONGC, as you can see here, sorry uh I'll, I'll go to one year time frame it's kind of at a point where it's it's going to give a one year break of 52 weeks breakout kind of a thing and also recently also it's kind of breaking out from this level and one another one another um discussion going around i'm saying is uh when I say that international oil prices are going up, we cannot see uh, petrol diesel prices going up, going up around us. And the main reason for that is political, I would say, with a lot of elections coming up. The government, I don't think they'll be increasing the oil prices for some time. So ONGC uh, can get a push at some point of time again just keep it in mind i just wanted to show this and have a discussion around that uh, moving ahead again oil prices moving up pain stocks they use oil as a raw material it's not a great news for them we could see asian paints virgil paints indigo all of them moving down in the day power stocks had a great day iex tata power gale all of them moving up by two three four percentage today tata elxi after a great q3 result announcement up nearly 10% in the day. So whenever I used to talk about happiest minds, Tata ELXI also a very similar stock. I mean, amazingly up. Again, uh, I want all of you, I should have probably opened uh, Tata ELXI here and shown, but again, maybe for another day. But again, uh, that's one stock you can definitely look into. It's, it's It'll definitely create a FOMO effect in you, a fear of missing out effect in you, if you look into how the stock has performed over the last years even maybe. Uh, Bajaj Auto came out with their results. YOY year-on-year -year profits have come down 16.7 percentage. Uh, on the outside, it might look bad, but again, compared to estimates, it's a good result which has come out. Uh, Paytm is uh, in the headlines today, down by nearly 5 percentage today, and the price, stock price has come below 1,000 rupees for the very first time. So from the listing price, Paytm is down by more than 50 percentage now. Uh, I mean, I can do a hour-long lecture on this. I mean, on how crazy the private market uh, valuation in India today is and, and how they're expecting the public markets also to evaluate uh, them at the same crazy valuations. But again, uh, it's a really crazy world out there. I would love to talk a lot about that anyways. Uh, moving ahead, speaking about the FIDA activity, it's still not out. So yeah, let's move to the next segment of the show, Markets Tomorrow. The global markets, which were weak till yesterday, 
clearly up strongly up is what we can see european markets when they're just moving up with a lot of strength you look into the price action if you look they're only up 0.5 0.6 percentage look into the price action in the uk's index just moving up and up and up i mean look at the angle in which it's just moving up without any kind of a problem at all so that is really big strength in uk right and similar strength is what we can see this is france for you again clearly moving up and this is germany for you again absolutely moving up with a lot of strength yes they opened with the gap down after seeing the global negativity they opened with a gap down and then moving up with a lot of strength the us futures are also trading they were in the red today morning when our markets were opening now they're comfortably trading in the green again uh, let's see how the us markets are going to perform tomorrow so just looking at that we can probably say that hey maybe we might also not fall tomorrow uh, we might see a bit of a consolidation or some positive bias in the market so that's one larger thing that comes to our top of the mind after seeing this correct let's keep it that there uh, otherwise if you look into oi analysis which is a very funny place to look at uh, 18000 had a huge put oi build up i have no idea what those guys are doing now but anyways uh, the largest call oi build up is at 18300 18200 18000 18, everywhere large call build ups and the largest put oi build up is now at 17500 that's where the largest put oi build up is uh, a lot of unwinding happening uh, at other put strikes is what we can see and the put call ratio is now at 0 0.5 uh, the bank nifty is again crazy the largest call oi build up at 38500 largest put oi build up at 38000 and intraday oi build up if you look the largest Call over, I mean, at or at 38,000, you have a larger Indrade call over buildup than Putoi buildup, which again is definitely interesting given the fact that Bank Nifty closed above 38,000. So I'm not again uh, going to do a larger dissection of the analysis. I don't think that's very relevant because even if there is a sudden 100 down point, we are seeing huge call over buildup, not just Indrade, right? Positional call over buildup, uh, just 100 strikes away, which I don't appreciate at all. Uh, so what I'm looking for, as I always say, I mean, I just look into levels and I keep adjusting my positions. I am a non-directional trader. I'm a, I mean, I'm a non-directional trader to an extent where we saw markets falling heavily yesterday. We saw markets falling heavily today. I still sold puts, right? And, and still coming out with profits, right? So I have a system. I just stick to that. So going by the system, I'll be just looking into the levels which Nifty is breaking tomorrow and I'll be adjusting my position. I'll give you the levels. If 18.8, sorry, again, sorry for messing up 18s and 17s. If 17,870 to 880, the support that we saw earlier if that is being broken tomorrow then i'll be bringing down my calls aggressively i'll be selling calls aggressively and i'll be holding on to my 17700 put uh, to an extent where i'm seeing my stop loss condition there cool uh, and again if uh, nifty is again going down to 17830 which i think is the next target <sighs> After 17,880, 17,800 to 8, 8, 830, if that is being broken, is when I'll be absolutely selling calls aggressively and I'll be a bit concerned about my put. I'll, I might have to exit my put and sell a lower put. That's what I'll do. And if Nifty is planning to move up tomorrow, 18,000 is the first level I'll be watching out. If 18,000 is being broken, I'll be moving up my puts from 17,700 to uh, 17,800 or 17,850. Let's see how things goes. And if then 18,850 to 18,070 is being broken, then I'll be a bit worried about my 18,150,000 aggressively these are the levels i'll be watching out for and then 38,000, absolutely uh, the first uh, support level in bank nifty i'll be watching out for 38,000, 37,900 to 38,000 uh, as we saw as a support zone which worked today and on the upper side 38,400 to 38,500 is a major resistance again these levels i'll be using as supporting levels for my nifty levels right 
very simple uh, on how these levels are being broken and uh, how nifty is moving i'll be adjusting my positions and as i always say on a wednesday evening looking forward to meeting all of you tomorrow after the expiry uh, with our regular one percentage profit right so that's the plan uh, as usual make sure that you read my pre-market report at 8 30 am to enter tomorrow's market with a lot of confidence let's move ahead into the next segment of the show adi shaktam wasalas for tomorrow First talks on the watch list for tomorrow. The first one is PVR. As you can see, even on a really trending day, it had an absolutely consolidating day. Let's see what's happening in the stock in the coming days. Then we have Voltas, which has fallen along with the market, come down to a good support. As you can see, it's at a good support. Let's see what's happening there. Then we have Wipro. After the result announcement, it came down. Then it's just coming down, down and down. I know a friend who thought that the post-result fall was just a... Uh, uh, knee-jerk reaction and the stock would come back up very strongly and that's why i always say i mean why do you have to go and play around with such event driven or or uh, somewhere where some story is right so see what has happened is just uh, come down and even today there's a major consolidation in the stock after coming down so yeah you can keep this in your watch list and finally ntpc on the watch list again energy stocks had a great day i think i did not i did mention that right energy stocks had a great day ntpc on the watch list for all the right reasons so yeah that's it from I said, do I have any questions? Yep. Who's sending me? I don't have the questions here. Yeah. So, uh, Abdul is out busy today. I think you cannot see. Uh, Abdul is not present in the live chat as well. So, yeah, I'm just getting my questions here. Spare a moment. Yep. Got it. So Adi helping me today. The first one is from Sharon Nigel. Hey Sharon, good to see you here. A real accessible mender, which is very important for a beginner option seller like me. Thanks for sharing the knowledge, Sharik. So uh, Sharon is uh, from the latest mentorship batch. So again, I'll explain how the mentorship uh, program is working right now. It's, it's very different from how it used to be earlier, right? Uh, so now I just take 25 people and I sit with them during market hours, right? I only trade on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And when the market is open, we are in a trade room setup where they can unmute and ask me questions. I'm with them. They can ask me questions. I'll uh, tell them whenever I enter a position, I adjust a position, I modify a position. So the point there is what Sharon said is the point. Uh, accessible mender so definitely that accessibility is there but which is very important for a beginner option seller so sharon himself so he, he's like wondering whenever he enters a position the timing is not uh, actually he's not able to time stuff perfectly so the, that's something that he's able to learn from me directly with all the access that he gets uh, so that's the point so as you as a beginner option seller it's always good to have someone who's doing it properly right next to you when you're trading right so that's what uh, we are facilitating via the mentorship process programs on uh, market feed so it's not just me who is a mentor right i am a mentor who is planning to retire sometime soon i don't know there are other mentors also on the platform and our plan and our endeavor is to bring lot more mentors onto the platform and i think in the world of stock market only mentorship is something that should be sold and i i saw someone uh, again prs right i mean i did not see that someone again sharon was the person who was uh, talking about prs launching mentorship uh, yesterday i guess right so i was really good to see that i was very happy to see that because i don't think in the world of stock market you cannot learn the skill just by watching recorded videos just by attending a uh some some sort of a web a workshop or sorts which is a lot of people are selling that right i have always believed that mentorship is what should be sold uh 
for teaching stock market and i have been uh, saying this for a very long time i have been uh, selling mentorship i have been having multiple mentors on the platform to sell mentorship and good to see uh, pr is also doing the same and i would love to see a lot more other creators lot of other people also doing the same and i would love to have them all selling their mentorship programs via market feed some day so that is the plan anyways uh, the next one is from Gaudam Nair, uh, if the direction of my trade is correct, how long can I hold a monthly expiry option without decaying? Assume Bank Nifty went 2000 points in my favor. Uh, again, Gaudam Nair, the question isn't clear there. Uh, I mean, let, if, if my understanding is right, I think you're asking it from the perspective of an option buyer, right? If the direction of my trade is correct, how long can I hold a monthly expiry option without decaying? So without decaying, if you're concerned about decay, you should be an <coughs> option buyer, right? Uh, Bank Nifty went 2000 points in your favor. Um, what I see option buyers do is they have target and then they trail their stop loss, right? So as an option buyer, your concern shouldn't be how much the underlying is moving. Your concern should be how much the premium is moving, right? So I want you to trail your stop loss on the premium. So if you keep trailing the stop loss on the premium one day, uh, even if there is a move or if there isn't a move and if DK is happening, uh, I think you should, your trailing stop loss should get it and you should get out. That's what I personally feel, right? Uh, and the next one is from Himanshu Tripathi. Do you do equity intraday or swing trade? I, I don't do equity intraday anymore. Uh, I do uh, option selling intraday sometimes. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I do swing trades, right? Again, I'm not a pro swing trader, I would say, because Again, swing trading is a trade trading style which requires a lot of attention. You need to watch umpteen number of charts every single day. You have a, do a lot of analysis and then get into trades, get out of trades. Uh, and and I'm making good enough money with option selling, uh, but I've kept aside a reserved uh, uh, some money for my swing trading position and the swing trading mentor on the platform, as you can see now with Ajay Ajit. So he gets into positions actively. So when he enters, he lets me know and I just do that, right? And it's giving me good returns. So I'm happy with that. Uh, and tomorrow, if, if I get access to more mentors like that, probably I'll even do that. Uh, otherwise, uh, again, I've, I've been doing that earlier. I used to do or make good returns also, but now uh, it's a matter of how you value value your time right i have a lot of things on my plate right now after so okay think about this today morning i uh, I, I woke up all the morning activities then uh, the pre-market activities then trading throughout the day the mentor um, the, the mentorship uh sharon including all of them uh, talking to them spending the day trading after that i have a company to run i've been in meetings then i am in stock market show i have to get up from here i have to shoot a youtube video after this and then i go for bed so what was the question so yeah so it's a function of time right so now in order to do swing trading i'll have to give time to it to uh, uh, to read a lot of charts do a lot of studies so i don't think that's really valuable to me anymore uh, when i see it as a function of my time right so i'm using my time elsewhere that's how i'm thinking today Right, and it's the same logic where I'm not even looking into long-term investments now. I, I'm not doing fundamental analysis at all nowadays. I just use mutual funds and small cases. I might, I just put my money there, and they're growing it, my uh, growing my money for me. Right? I don't have the bandwidth to, uh, to look into fundamental analysis, read annual reports like I used to in the early days. Right? I have better things to do with my time, which can give me larger returns uh, than the time I can invest into studying stocks, studying. Uh, companies for the long term at least that's how i am thinking right now this might uh, change any time right cool so that's it i don't see any more questions so that's it from my side for today it's an expiry tomorrow i hope it's 
a boring expiry right we have had two trending days let's look forward to a consolidating today tomorrow with that hope and hoping to see you tomorrow with good profits this is radhishaktam signing off stay safe stay invested wish you well yeah i'm sorry i see there's another super chat so i'll i'll take that before i leave yeah i go somewhere else yeah got it got it got it no it's from himanshu again uh, so ji do you do strangle or iron condor if I, uh, if condor what is the gap between two calls or puts great, great question uh, himanshu i do uh, iron condors right i don't i don't do strangles at all i always do uh, iron condors and uh, if condor then what is the gap between two calls or put okay between two calls i try to maintain 150 to 200 points right it's an iron condor between the call sell and the call buy i try to maintain 200 points or 150 points between the uh, put sell and the put buy again i try to maintain 150 to 200 points that's it so uh, himanshu tripathi making it right on time 2 seconds and the opportunity would have been missed so again thank you himanshu and thank you all for tuning in wishing you all the very best again this is mr adishaktam signing off stay safe stay invested wish you a very good night